feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. The Goal Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry. Results and reactions. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 1717 700. Let's go. Well, Scott Brown's having his say on Sky there in the interview and he's saying he feels... He said it was a stonewall penalty. That's what the Celtic view on that was when Edouard went down in the box uh, he was booked uh, that was just after Celtic had gone uh, one up so what do you think 0808 17 17 700 hard to see Sai here on uh, the, the angles we had he said they've seen an angle that they felt it was it was 1-1 at the end yeah it was hard, it was hard to see if there was contact Paul for the camera angles that we've seen but I just think I know he's going to disagree here but I just think if you, you did a, a scissor attack on the box and you didn't make contact with the ball then you're asking it could be a penalty but if there's no contact then he's went over and it's also hard for the referee to give it as well Barry yeah, it's all about opinions yeah. I don't agree with Scott Browns and he probably doesn't agree with mine that's um, not a shocker is it you know what I mean? yeah. well he's got every yeah. right to, yeah. to be uptight or angry or whatever that they didn't get a penalty I didn't think it was a penalty I thought it was a dive and I thought Willie Collum got it right and you thought it was no contact it was no, a, there was it was no a drive. contact I've why? seen it I've seen it with the pictures in here yep. there was no contact why would he dive I don't know you need to ask uh, yep. Edward Edward yep. Si uh, yep. like I say if they've seen a, a camera angle that was contact but I, 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 I didn't see contact I'll be totally honest in the replays we've seen, seen but you've seen, seen them, them given because yeah. There's he, no doubt. he slid in the box and no touched the ball he's mm-hmm. put Edward off I do think any other place in the pitch it's a foul but as I say Willie Collins five yards for it so he, he had a good view at 1-1 one, one at the end. Let's take some calls now. 0808 17 17 700. Terry is on the line of Celtic fan. Terry, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How you doing? Yeah, right, we're Terry, good, thanks. Yeah, how are you? I'm OK. I'm OK. I'm a bit disappointed yeah. not to get the wins for Celtic, but uh, uh, at least when we're on the front foot, more on a bit, bit better performance, I suppose, but hopefully Alan McGreg- uh, McGregor retires soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the headline uh, for this hour, isn't it, from the Celtic fans? Alan McGregor must go. <laughs> yes. But uh, it was just regarding the penalty, obviously, I disagree with Barry. Uh, I think the defender makes a, a lunge and sometimes, although the contact might be minimal, uh, it's a penalty for me. I mean, sometimes you need to take evasive action to get over that and your, your foot's not planted. But, it's a penalty for me. If it was outside the box, it'd have been a free kick, I think, as well. So it's just one of these things that happen in a, a game as well. I mean, I've seen Willie Collin with doing a U two three sixty tour with his head turned, giving penalties. Uh, so. <laughs> that was a good tour, mind you, wasn't it? Yeah. For me, for me, it's a penalty. Yeah, I, I see where Terry's coming from. I've seen them giving. Yeah. There's no doubt. I've I've watched plenty of football over the last um, years and, right. and seen penalties like that given. I just didn't see contact. That's where I'm. I think that's where I think Willie Collum's coming from. Look, Barisic did lunge in. There's no doubt about it. But I don't think there was any contact, Terry, and that's why I didn't think yeah. it was a, a penalty. But I've seen them given. Look, right. I, I wouldn't I've have argued. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's all about opinions. You're right. Were you not disappointed, Terry, that he didn't bring Griffiths and Forrest on earlier? Oh, to go I think for Neil it. Neil Lennon was making the substitutions for his bedroom. Mm. I mean, why wait so long? I thought the substitutions went. If you're, if you're going to go for it in the last few minutes, you don't bring off a striker. For a striker, you keep the two of them on. So, yeah, I was really disappointed we never made the substitutions earlier. And why take off Turnbull? I don't know why Ryan Turnbull was coming on to a game. He was starting mm. to find his range of passing and that. And, I mean, I don't know what Ryan Christie needs to do to get substituted these days, but I don't think he was having the best of games. Yeah, I honestly thought when I seen uh, Forrest warming up that it would be Christie that would come off. As I say, I don't think Christie mm. ran at Barisic once in the whole game. Don't get me no. wrong, I think he does He does okay, Ryan Christie, in terms of his link-up playing and around the box. and He's a clever football player, but 
for me, if I'm looking at Rangers' weaknesses, it would have been Barisic in 1v1 situations. And the one guy that would give you that is James Forrest. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So yep. That, I was I was very shocked. And I also think with Hollander, you know, the age he is, the ball on the side, I thought bringing Forrest on on the right and Griffiths to go and play on Hollander with him. You know, go and play on Hollander and Barisic. But like we've seen, it took till uh, 88 minutes to do uh, a like-for-like play replacement. Yeah. I, I was actually surprised that James Forrest... I, I was, when the teams came in, I was delighted that James Forrest wasn't playing I know he's not played a lot of football over the last three or four months but when I seen him come back against Dun United a couple of weeks ago and I seen that he played in a, a bounce game last weekend and he said two weeks training um, I'm surprised that he never started but listen John Kennedy sees him every, every single day in training I'm just surprised he didn't come yep. on earlier and plus bringing Lee Griffiths on and keeping Edward up that's when if that happened then Rangers are, are standing up and taking serious notice because mm. when they two are on the pitch Griffiths and Edward you know you're in you're in for a game and you know you're going to have you're going to come up sorry against top players and their movement I mean you've seen Lee Griffiths' movement I don't think he was offside for that ball that John Joe Kenny played yeah. through that's just that's just clever he, he just knows the game he's maybe not the fittest Lee Griffiths but I'm just I, I, I bet you if you ask any Rangers players or any Rangers fans you've been delighted seeing Lee Griffiths come on for two or so minutes I I like managers having a way of playing and I totally get that John Kennedy's got this way where he likes Ryan Christie to play inside but look at Gerrard today he's got a way of playing but he he went against that and played Nathan Patterson and he played Balligan purely for the fact that he'd be dangerous at set pieces and it worked because Balligan goes and sets up the goal for for Morelos so yeah John Kennedy I, I like that he's got a set way of playing but there's times where you need to see someone in opposition and change it and for me, it was a no-brainer to change it and put James Forrest out there on the right, the right wing. Terry, stay with us. Let's go to Andy, a Rangers fan in Springburn. Andy, good afternoon. How you doing, Bob's all right? Good. Oh, yeah, Andy. Oh, is, uh, is the boy Ferry on the night, aye? <laughs> <laughs> He's on this afternoon. <laughs> the getting, boy yeah, Simon yeah. is here. Yeah. Oh, that's good. He's over on the last couple of weekends. It's a bit like Argentina before Maradona. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've... I've, I've uh, I'm glad he's back. Ah, he's, pl- he's playing again, remember, at uh, Peterhead. Ah, right, Andy, you're still I on Terry's on. He's, he, what? He's out suspended. He might not be playing. He might not get back in because he won yesterday. A big win yesterday against Airdrie. I'll be back in. They could do the next three games. I'll be back in because he's a coach. He'll pick himself. Correct. (laughs) Andy, what do you make of it this afternoon? Well, I think first and foremost, uh, Paul, uh, I have to, as much as I say about Scott Brown, I have to pay homage to him before the game. Get up and give a wee kind of handshake to Glenn Kamara. I thought, touch a class. And even Celtic Football Club in general. You know, kind of standing um, side by side with the Rangers, you know, that the listen, I thought that was nice. Uh, I think, for as much as it was said about Tom and as much as to get bad press, I thought that was a nice, you kind of come together on times like this. Terry, wasn't that a great moment at the beginning? Mm. Two great moments. Do you agree, Terry, as a Celtic fan, you with Andy uh, from Rangers? Uh, well, I suppose we need, we need to fight against racism, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep, we want to be against uh, all. All of these kind of things. It is good to see them coming together. I mean, people yeah, watching all over the world here to me, this. I think it's, yeah. it's different class. Look, during the ninety minutes or so, you're in a battle yeah. before it. Sure. I, I think there's no. He doesn't need to go and do that, no, Scott no. Brown. But you've got yeah. a um, fair play to him for for going up and, and saying to Glenn Kamara. Because listen, it would have been a tough couple of days mm. for Glenn Kamara, and it's good that. Look, we're like everybody We're against racism What happened on mm. Thursday night Was just disgusting So no, Fair play to Celtic And uh, Most of all Fair play to Scott Brown So Andy How how do you feel about it today Is that uh, You know You came away With a point How are you feeling Yeah I think To be honest I think you got away from there, If I'm totally honest We surrendered a lot of the ball Which is fine I think The game was there for Celtic To go make a statement And give them a bit of hope For the next season But they probably did they Kind of get going. I thought Edward at times maybe there was a couple of good balls in the box. I feared a wee bit more. Yeah, kind of poachers, uh, and then she would have maybe got another goal today. But I, I think you've got away one there. We've got a goal at nothing really. That corner's come at nothing. Alfredo was good fun to get his first goal against Celtic. But from being totally honest, watching that game today, I was, I was, I was quite worried. A lot, a lot of points just purely because McGregor did they come off his line at those corners. And it presents difficulties for us because teams know that, particularly Celtic. And uh, the boy Tumble, he's got an incredible delivery. Mm. I couldn't believe they took him off for the record, but mm. he's got a brilliant delivery, he knows where to put it. So, yeah, um, I think we've got one today. The unbeaten run continues. But so it's been, Celtic, it's been yep. pr- Celtic's problem for a lot, a lot of times this, this year, Paul. You know, playing well, 
you know, doing well with the ball. But Edwards know your poacher type, and that's why when Celtic have been successful last year, Lee Griffiths was playing up top mm. one. Because when you are on top ball and you're dominating the ball, and Edwards on form. When he's on form, he does most. Of his so why is he not playing outside, outside the box? Yeah. So he creates the opening to get the cross in the box. That's where you need Ali Griffiths to be in there. I don't know, Paul. You wouldn't, again. Yeah. I don't know why managers and coaches don't get asked this because the fans want to know that. Mm. Because Celtic are a, a much better team with Lee Griffiths in it. You see that even when he comes on, Paul. You see the two, the Rangers two centre backs are worried. They're worried about that ball over the top of them. When you're playing against Edward, he's in front of you all the time. You can see him all the time. When Lee Griffiths is on, he's constantly trying to get on the back here. And there's nothing worse. Yeah. And that's where Celtic they've been predictable this year. They've not had that guy that can run him behind, and everything that they've played has been in front of teams, and that's why they've not won as many games as they should have. Well, I, I'm watching the game and I'm looking at the clock and thinking, right, 70 minutes, great, he's not on 75, 80 minutes. Mm. I'm delighted yeah. that Lee Griffiths is, is not coming <laughs> on the on the pitch because I know how dangerous uh, dangerous he is as a, a centre forward. He's the best in, in terms of Scottish. He's the best finisher for mm. me in Scottish football. We don't know why he's not playing. Listen, that size, right? It's only the manager that, that can answer that. Um, but when I see him sitting on the bench in an old firm game, I want him to stay on that bench. But they need to get the situation sorted, Fergie. They can't go on another year where Lee Griffiths is not he playing. He needs to play. Yeah, he needs to play or he needs to go. He's getting that needs Lee Griffiths. He knows himself. Uh, look, he's, he's missing out in Scotland squads as well. We need him for the national team. Um, and he's at an age where he needs to want to go and play every single week. And it looks to me if it's not going to happen at Celtic. Andy, when Edouard went down in the box, what did you think? Was it a penalty? Just purely because of the way it went down, Paul, I thought it was a dive. Mm. That was my first instinct. But, um, when I watched it back, I thought if he actually just left his leg in, they would have got a penalty. It's just the fact he died. It was probably the thing that, that, that kind of jumped to the ref. Um, Paul, can I, can I yep. give a quick shout out if that's okay? Just see, see my mate, I, I know he listens to the show, so uh, Paddy oh. Carberry, I just want to say hi. Paddy, I've listened to your nonsense for nine years, <laughs> and young man. Mark my words, as soon as this is done, I'll be coming down and give you a big kiss and cuddle. Don't worry about that. I'll be seeing you soon. <laughs> Hi, Paddy. Cheers, Andy. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, I'm sure he's got that message. So, uh, for you, before you go, Andy, Nathan Patterson, when he came on, he is a real, he's more than a prospect now, isn't he, for Rangers? He's done well, Paul. And, um, I was disappointed for him when he didn't get in the Scotland squad. I, I think to myself, mm. If he's good enough to play for Rangers in the last 60 of Europe, he's good enough to get in that Scotland squad. With all due respect to the Blue Donald, I'm, I'm not his biggest fan, if I'm totally honest. Um, he's probably not the best technical player. I, 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 I get the point. He's got a relationship there with, um, with the manager. He, he done well at Kilmarnock, but he's, I'm not telling me he's better than Patterson. He's not. No. That's the bottom line. He's never let Scotland down, down, mind you. But yeah. Well, age is often looked at as a, some sort of barrier, some sort of negative. Mm-hmm. Why does age have to be a negative? Well, sure. The boy's a good player. Forget the, forget the number. The boy's a good player. It's as simple as that. Andy, I agree with you. I've been saying it all week. I don't care what age they are. See if they're good enough. Get them in the squad, promote them. I'm not saying that guys like uh, Nathan Parson or, or David Turnbull need to go and start for Scotland but you know what get them yeah. in the squad get them in the environment 100%. how are you going to know they're any better than what you've got if you didn't put them in the squad exactly. I know that, that's yeah. why I'm surprised that's why I'm surprised at it. I, I just think both of them for me um, certainly David Turnbull was the biggest surprise um, but Nathan Patterson's shown over the last three or four weeks since Tavernier's been injured that he can come in and, and do a job not domestically but Andy's just mentioned there he's played in Europe he's played in the last 16 uh, and then he came on, obviously wasn't fit enough to start the game, but I thought he'd come on for the 30 sore minutes. Going forward, I've always thought he, he had it in him, but defensively for me, that's where he's impressed me. Terry, what do you feel about David Turnbull for Scotland? Were you surprised he's been omitted from the squad for Thursday? Oh, definitely. I mean, again, his, his club form's probably been better than McGregor and Christie of late, so, but... I think uh, Clark tends to go. He tends to be loyal to people. So, what can you do if he's going to be loyal? Yep, there is loyalty there. Listen, Andy, are you related to Sai? I just want to check when you said he was. <laughs> it's like Maradona, you know, missing from the no, Argentine. No, I'm, not, Paul. I'm, I'm, I'm far better looking than him. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you can come up to mine and give me a kiss and cuddle as well after you've done. Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a massive brother. Sai, I'm missing. Hey, steady. Oh, you're, you're welcome, mate. Believe me. <laughs> I know you are. Right, Andy. Good call, Terry. Thanks for coming on as well, and we'll speak to you in the coming weeks. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.
Thanks, guys. Do, do you know what? And, yeah. Andy makes a good point. I, what I'm about just... my missus? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just watching it again there. Mm. There's definitely no contact. See if Edward leaves his foot on the ground and drags it along, then there's contact and then it's a penalty. I think Edward's just leaped over him. For me, there's no contact, there's no penalty, but I've seen them given. I definitely have seen plenty of penalties like that given. We're just watching some of the highlights here on Sky and you see uh, so many chances for His Celtic. Edward again. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I tell you, I, something he's delivered is excellent. Again, why take him off there again? If, you, if you're going to get a corner mm. in the last five minutes, who you want to deliver the ball in the bottom? He's fit as a fiddle. I mean, that, as I'm saying, si, I'm, I'm watching that game and as it's going on, I'm thinking to myself, right, the danger ones is, is obviously Edward um, and Turnbull. And then you're thinking, you're looking at the bench and I'm like, ah, Right, Forrest, 70 minutes, he's still no one near Lee Griffiths. And then as the game goes on, I'm thinking, why not just put them on? 20 minutes to go. Was there to lose pride? Yeah. yeah. You can't win the league. I would rather go for it and try and win it than lose. I, I don't know. But listen, everybody's um, everybody's different. But when you see Lee Griffiths coming on with two minutes to go, as a Rangers player, member of staff or, or fan, you, you're absolutely buzzing with it. And he came close in that the you know he was onside the ball was probably just too far ahead but you saw that that pace that he's got at the beginning yeah, I mean, he's got so that impact. I've spoken about his movement that's one thing yeah. about Lee Griffiths. Listen, you never lose that. You might lose a bit of fitness, you mm. might lose a bit of pace, but you never lose your movement and how Something. clever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lee Griffiths for me is a clever centre forward. Fergie will tell you that one thing that centre halves hate Paul is, is facing their own goal. Mm-hmm. You when they yeah. need to run back the pitch and face their own goal and defend for that. Centre halves loves it, love everything being in front of them. Mm-hmm. Celtic like have been like that too often this year, Paul. With guys like Ayeti, Christie's played up there with Edward. They're just too similar. Everyone comes to the ball. Lee Griffiths gives you that. Not only wanting to run him behind Paul, but how good he is at doing it in terms of his movement and then the pace that he's got to get in there and then his decision making once he gets in there as we say he's probably the best finisher in Scotland so Celtic have missed that massively this year Right who were the standouts for you Si who were the standouts for Barry we're going to look at the teams we're going to take more calls as well with a quick word about yesterday as well where it was St Johnson who finished up that first part the bulk of the season 33 games they took top six we just did call that as well I, say, I know you did yeah. we're going to go over your uh, predictions which were good uh, Kelly let us down didn't they they, did. well, they didn't let the people of uh, Ayrshire mm. or East Ayrshire down what a performance there for Tommy Wright suddenly that to be fair know, us three could have played against Motherwell what happened one. to Motherwell oh yeah. dearie me they've got a performance like that in them Motherwell probably the most inconsistent team. when they're bad Motherwell they're very bad mm. um, just two yards three yards we've just said about that game they're two defensive wise Stephen O'Donnell Ricky Lamy guys like two, that. two or three yards you kind of let Kyle Lafferty uh-huh. get two or three yards do you know what I've noticed with Motherwell the, the teams down the bottom they struggle the teams above them they, they tend to get the, yeah, the okay. good results does that tell you that they go in and, and what is that because they need to battle maybe a wee bit more Fergie maybe aye because you yeah. know what it's like at the bottom uh, you've got to battle your way to get results yeah. um, and that, i never seen it I mean uh, if you're going on form Muddle with the form team going into that game yeah. and I thought Muddle would have would have won it but listen Kamarnock deserved and, and what a what a result that'll give them some lift now That's, that'd be a worry of your mother but I know they have got a bit of a cushion but if it is the teams doing the bottom that you struggle with, you, you, you need to go and play five of them now. I oh, know, it's true. It's yeah. the games that you need to go and win. Because so. Motherwell are 35 points, Si, as you know. Ross County below them on 29. So there's six points, mm. but there's five games to go. Uh, Kilmarnock on 28 and Hamilton on 27. They got that one point yesterday, which could still be big for them. But you do worry about Aki's 1-1 yesterday with St Mirren yeah the, the only thing I'll say about Hamilton Aki is they've been in this situation the last 6 years they'll not be panicking yeah but no they'll know they've been used to this they, they know they're everybody's favourites every single season to go down and as I says um, they've got now 5 cup finals and it wouldn't surprise me if, if Hamilton get out of it what do you think? Give us a call 0808 17 17 700 uh, A bad result too for Ross County they needed to get points didn't they losing just that one goal at St Johnson that's it, Paul. I think Yogi the away form. I think Yogi speak, spoke about it. And it's, it's poor, you know. And they didn't even pick up draws. You know, yesterday, I think if they go to St Johnson and get a draw, I think it was maybe the 86 minutes St Johnson scored. So that would worry Yogi. You know, the fact that you're so close to getting such a big point and uh, in the crumb. And St Johnston, to be fair, I think Yogi came out and said that, and that's how good he is. With his honesty, he said that St Johnston fully deserved the three points. You know, I don't think Ross County are out yet. You know, because they're so hit and miss. Yogi said that they're so inconsistent. Again, like Fergie said about Motherwell, they can go and beat the likes of Celtic, but it's the bread and butter that you need to win. And Yogi, for the first time, he looked a bit down to me yesterday after mm. the game, and I started to worry for Ross County. I really hope he can get them out of it. But and they, more frustration with Yogi, I think. Yeah. I mean, their home form's good. 
Uh, they, they pick up good results, but he did. I, I seen his interview, and it's not like him because he's normally chirpy. Yeah, even if there's a bad result, he's always positive. But it looked that was a sore one for him. Okay, big result today was Celtic one, Rangers one, and we're taking more of your calls. Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. The Goal Radio Football Show. So what do you think this afternoon? Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. After us at three, it's Shaban who's on air. And uh, Si, you always enjoy Shaban's show. Yeah, Shaban's brilliant. It's, uh, not, it's not easy to say Shaban <laughs> show. She's, uh, she's, she's actually very knowledgeable about football. Oh, she loves the football, doesn't she? Football, yeah. Huh? She's, uh, she's doing talk sport on that as well so yep. yeah make sure I'll be listening in Shaban will be on I'll be in the back three. with the ghetto blaster on yep. the shoulder <laughs> and then <laughs> John Campbell will be on later as well with his ultimate playlist some great it. football oh, yeah. oh, he's a great music enthusiast he's also a great football enthusiast 0808 17 17 700 and on the socials loads of people saying what about that with a penalty was it a penalty the Celtic fans feel that it was Scott Brown said yep yeah, that should have been a penalty and he said Celtic should have scored a few goals but Alan McGregor was the difference probably this afternoon in the match it was the game at Celtic 1-1 at the end Barry what do you think? I think if you look yeah. at the game overall Celtic did have the better chances yeah, yeah. and if it wasn't down to Alan McGregor I think Celtic could have come away with the three points there's, there's no doubt about it um, as I said that's how important I don't know how many times we're going to speak about how important a goalkeeper is but again it was just proven there when you've got a top goalkeeper he keeps you in games of football and that's what Alan McGregor done because um, Celtic created some really good chances certainly in that, that first half and he came up with some massive saves every time it's mentioned the contract goes up and up probably for next season <laughs> yeah it's got to be yeah. it's, look you've got to respect Griggs' decision whatever he makes whether he's wanting to play on or, or retire but it just goes and shows how important he is he's, he's just he's just top class that's the only way I could describe Alan McGregor he'll be McGregor. getting the Barry Ferguson contract won't he I don't know if it'll be as good as that, that but no, yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's changed days, has not it? <laughs> that was a purple period. I mean, if you looked at the wage bill, probably for the Rangers team and the Celtic team, you know, at that point, just over ten years ago, massive, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah the oh, large boys were on the big, Suttons, big money, wasn't it? The Burr and all that. Ten bed in Lanark doesn't pay itself, Paul. <laughs> Let's take some more calls. I do want to say to you, Barry, you think that every member of the Rangers team there and the bench as well could well be there next season, just about. I do. Yep. I, I do think that um, after the season of they've had, and it could still get even better, Paul. They've got five games domestically to go in the league. They could become unbeaten. And you've still got the Scottish Cup. That's a fantastic trophy yeah. to, to go for as well. Disappointing they're out of Europe. But I, I think... I think the board will back the manager and and if there's listen if a crazy bid comes in they, they might not accept it but I, I think if the manager wants to keep this squad intact I think the, the board will, will back him and I think they'll back him to go and strengthen again as well, well Regan I've asked, I've asked the question there about uh, Rangers Regan you've got a good question I think about Celtic good afternoon Hi Paul how are you doing? Yeah good how are you? I, I, I'm doing fine thanks I just wanted to ask because the only, the only players I can see staying at Celtic from that starting 11 today is Stephen Welsh and David Thumble because I can see Edward going I can see Christie going I can see McGregor um, I just want to get the, the, the panel spots on okay, who so do they think will still be there next season, the next season you don't think Sora will be there maybe maybe John Joe Kenny uh, which uh, uh, who could go full uh, you know could go uh, into uh, permanent uh, Sort of, sort of wasn't playing it at the start of 11. Ah, good point, yeah. Si, what do you make of that then? What would you say? Paul, yeah. It'll all depend on who the manager is or who's going to be there mm. next year. So if the manager comes in and he likes Scott Brown, then Scott Brown will be there. Mm. I've no doubt about that. So a lot will, will depend on who the manager is. In terms of who, I think don't don't think John Joe Kenny will be back. I think £9 no. million pounds would be too much to, to spend on a, on a right back. I uh, don't think Edward will be there. I think he'll be away in the summer. El Yunusi will obviously go back to Southampton. I think Ayer will be away, if I'm totally honest. I think he'll be away. I think Callum McGregor stays. 29-year-old, I don't think you'll get the money that, that, that would be worth selling Callum McGregor. Wouldn't he be Leicester a choice there? Would he I don't not think get so, Paul. I, no. I think if Leicester are going to buy a player, they're going to buy a 22-year-old who Brendan Rodgers can make better that they can sell on for big money. You know, maybe two years ago, Callum McGregor didn't have Leicester, but if you look mm -hmm. at Leicester's two midfielders, and Didi and Tielemans for yeah. me McGregor doesn't I, I, I think he leaves Celtic maybe possibility of being captain to go and sit on the bench for Leicester so I think Callum McGregor I think you've still got a decent spine of the team in terms of Turnbull uh, McGregor 
Welsh good types but the big the big ones for me are centre forwards mm-hmm. a centre half and a, and a goalkeeper Paul we always talk about here how, how important the spine of a team is uh, and, and in the summer Celtic will, be, will need to be looking and again with so important to Celtic over the last few years wide players who can run at players and get crossed in the box you've got that with James Forrest I think a left midfielder would be another one that, that Celtic mm-hmm. could be looking at yep I'll, for the starting 11 that, that Sean just yep. saying there I think 5 for that starting 11 stay the rest um I'll be away mm-hmm. I think Bain will stay Brown will stay Turnbull McGregor and Welsh mm. yeah, I, I think that a new manager coming in, I know Scott Brown's coming to the end but I, I think it would be good for the dressing room if you kept somebody with his experience round about look he might not play every single game but he had a, a very good performance yeah. today he was terrific uh, wasn't yeah, he yeah, I, I think if you use him right Fergie yep. fair, Scott Brown could go and play again next year yep, and it's important for the new manager coming in getting to know the surroundings and how Celtic works as a, a football club um, the caller's just asking there I would probably say five Ben would probably be the backup goalkeeper I think they'll go and get um, a top class goalkeeper I think Ben is a good goalkeeper there's no doubt in my mind about that you're a good um, save today yeah yep. he did and I don't think he's done anything wrong um, when he's been in the the, the the Celtic team but again I go back to it when you've got a top class top drawer goalkeeper he wins your games of football Regan what about the five that Barry has mentioned I was just going to ask do you think Lee, Lee Griffith's still got a future because he only got two minutes today mm. so I'm just a bit concerned that he might not be as open next season well you do and begin yeah, you begin to wonder now, Barry. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point for Regan. I don't know whether he's disappointed as a, a Celtic fan only seeing Lee Griffiths get two minutes. You all know what, what I think about Lee Griffiths as a footballer. I think he's a top class centre forward. Um, I don't know what's happening behind the scenes at Celtic. Neither does any of us. The reason why um, he's not playing in, in the starting 11, I just think when Lee Griffiths is fit, He's a real problem in terms of when he plays up front. He's always liable to get you that goal. We've seen his movement only with a few minutes he was on the pitch today. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. But I think Lee Griffiths is at an age now, and I think he'll know himself that he want to play or have a real opportunity to play week in, week out. Si, would you yeah, think? I, I definitely think so. Fergie. I think Lee Griffiths will want to play every week. But the problem is, and it's a problem Gerard had when he first came in at Rangers. Fergie. These players will only leave if they're going on and getting similar money somewhere yeah, I know. else. I know. And, and is, is Lee Griffiths going to get a team with the, the form he's had over the past two years? Mm. Is a team going to go and give him 20, 25 grand a week? You know, I think it's the same with guys like Tom Roderick. Every new manager wants and wants to come in and get rid of these guys, beat on the same. Are they going to go and get 20 grand a week somewhere else? Mm. And, and if yeah. they're in the Paul, I mm. fully expect the, the players to be there next mm. year because players in the modern day now, I know Fergie, this will shock, but I think players would rather sit and get their money than. Than going to take know, a cut no, and play I, I somewhere agree else. With you, yeah. I totally agree with you, and it's it's crazy. I, yeah. I would rather go and play football. Well, listen, money helps in terms of you're trying. It's a short, short career. I, I totally get that. Mm. But when you're you get an age, you want to play, play don't you, yeah. at some stage. But again, that's one of the problems that these the new manager's going to have. Mm-hmm. You know, again, Greg Taylor's in there. Will a new manager want to keep him? I, Depends what style the manager wants to play as well, Paul. You know, for me, that's where Celtic have gone wrong. These players that are all playing off fit in different styles of styles of play. I think a big plus point for Celtic was Forrest coming back, back on the pitch yeah. again. Yeah, um, I was just surprised that he never played. Mean so size says about about it at the uh, before the game started. Um, he's another one that I think still has a future at Celtic. But as you say, you look at the squad. There's there's going to be a big turnaround of players. What about Christie Fergie and Kilston? I don't know. Hard one to call it. Is hard, he's coming into the, the last 12 months contract as mm. well. And you know what it's like. If a player's not willing to commit, then you need to cash in. That's the way football works now. They might need to take a hit, Paul, in terms of paying people. You know, if people aren't mm. going to get the money, they're going to get other mm. clubs. Because one thing that Celtic can't have again this year, next year, sorry, they had this year, is players being there that didn't want to be there. And you can't, risk, you can't risk losing a player for, for nothing. For yet. But these players that are out of contract the end of next season they can go and sign the 1st of January a pre-contract you've lost them for nothing you're so, losing millions so then yeah. Celtic have got decisions yep. to make when it comes to guys like Christie Edward Ayer mm. guys that are coming into the final 12 months of their contract Regan good call good talking points thanks for that let's uh, go on to Liam now a Celtic fan on the line Liam good afternoon good afternoon Liam what's your point I mean just get a bit of a point through like we dominated that game, second all from the row, dominated that game, and the last 10, 15 minutes was just an absolute shambles. 
I think the subs were wrong. I just think the game plan went a whole different kind of way. It, yeah, it's a strange it's game plan, isn't it? Sorry. It's hard to yeah. uh, disagree with Liam. Mm. I, I did think Celtic certainly. I thought it was a bit even the first 20 minutes, I've been honest with you, Liam, but I mean, the last 20, 25 minutes of the the first half I thought Celtic were excellent and they probably just edged it in the second half as well um, but I'm with you about me and Sai spoke about it I was surprised in terms of leaving it a bit later for the likes of um, James Forrest and, and Lee Griffiths because the longer they stayed on the bench mm. the more I was content and I, I'm sure I'm talking for a lot of Rangers fans and, and even the, the players would have been thinking about that you know what I mean because yeah. they're two dangerous players they're two guys that can win you the game but do you know what, the subs have been strange all year for Celtic Fergie. We've yeah. sat in here and watched mm. games. Turnbull and coming off as Turnbull well. Turnbull coming me. off every sixty minutes. I thought Turnbull had a slow start, but see, the game was getting was getting on. He was getting stronger and and stronger. And I, I keep saying about David Turnbull, he can go and maybe have five or six passes where it doesn't come off, but he's always liable to get that one pass. That one pass, it going it goes and makes a makes a difference. So again, I was surprised with with David Turnbull. But listen, the manager will have his. Um, thoughts on why he makes a decisions Liam what were you thinking when you saw for example Turnbull coming off what did you feel I mean I mean, I thought Turnbull was like one of the most impactful players of the game I mean he was making things happen and to bring um, I mean I thought Forrest would have definitely came on but to take Turnbull off not bring somebody like Christie off when you made maybe one impact of the game with a through ball I thought it was mad I mean I thought his timing was totally wrong I, I, I didn't get kind of what he was going for um, defensively when you should be attacking. I mean, you saw Rangers went all out, bring on Kamaru for Scott Wright. I just, I didn't get it. Again, I, again, though, but you've got, you've got two other strikers sitting on the bench trying to score a goal. Who's home. going to score you a goal? Strikers, who's going to create yeah. a goal? D- David Turnbull. I'd, for me as a manager I'm, if I'm in that game of day, I'm taking Scott Brown Cal McGregor off their types you know, not that they had a bad game but say, I don't think they had anything to lose apart from that, pride exactly. so get as many people on the pitch yeah. that can create or score goals with 20 minutes to go I was surprised that they didn't go gung-ho and just go for it and what about Griffiths getting two minutes Liam how can you explain that that's a shambles I mean I, I, I get sometimes you need to make a sub last minute trying to hold off the game but Bringing a striker on and giving him two minutes to work for a goal is just utterly stupidity, in my opinion. I mean, the way that game got played was like Neil Lennon was still here. That, that's the way that game plan went. And I, I know it's come to the end of the season, you know, what it changed too much. But to bring a striker on two minutes into a game to try and salvage a win is just. It's not right. It's even the chances that Celtic have created the last two games. I think they've done the United game. I think there's 27 shots on goal. I think mm-hmm. Griffiths is on. One of the chances is a goal, Paul, and, and that's that's what get, that's what gets me because because they're creating so many chances. You'd want your best finisher on the football pitch, so that tells you there's something massively wrong there. Because for me, looking at Celtic, the one thing they're missing right now is a Lee Griffiths, somebody see, to finish these chances. See, in terms of Lee Griffiths, seeing you look at a, a centre forward and they go and miss a, a couple of opportunities, it tends to affect them. Yeah. See, with Lee Griffiths, doesn't it bother him? No, you go and if he misses a couple of chances. You'll find them there again, third chance, fourth chance. That that's the type of that's the type of character he is, and I, I'm I'm surprised. We don't know what's going on. Yeah. Mate, we, listen, we're just we know what he's like. We, we can only go by what we see on the on the pitch and what he's produced over the years for for Celtic, and that's been mm-hmm. uh, some top class performances and and top class goals. But if you are a manager, you need to sort it definitely, Paul, because it's, you're constantly getting questioned about it. Sure. So. If he didn't want to answer questions, he either needs to play or he needs to leave, Paul, because it's going to be something that hinders you as a manager. If you go in there and Lee Griffiths is sitting on the bench, you'll constantly ask, why is Lee Griffiths not playing? Nothing so, seems to be asked about no. it. It's strange, as if there's something we don't but, know. I mean, the supporters but, will no, constantly be asking. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah. Uh, Liam, what happens now for Celtic, for you? What would you do? Clearly, I mean, that's another well, draw, a draw against Dundee United, 20 points behind Rangers. Surely, you know, we've talked about the players that will probably go. What about the the management situation? Who would you want to see as manager? I mean, at the start, I was saying stuff like Eddie Howe and stuff like that. But obviously, with recent stuff and like, um, comments that he made, I think Jesse Marsh is for Salzburg is a great appointment. I mean, he's involved in heavily in the youth system. I think that's what we need. I mean, it's looking like they were going to use it, lose the players like Carmichael and Dembele and stuff like that. 
we've already lost Cameron Harper, so maybe Sunday um, Jesse Marsh or something like that would be a good appointment. Mm. I saw the stuff that he's well regarded and he's wanted in the Bundesliga, and that could be difficult. What about Roy Keane? We we heard Martin O'Neill speaking about his uh, former assistant with Ireland just a couple of years ago. What if it was Roy Keane appointed? It's it's not for me for Roy Keane. I think we need to get somebody that's. Uh, not being at the club, not involved in the club, I think we need something different. I mean, the past few times we've got something that's involved um, with the club and I think that's what we always end up looking at. Uh, I think we just need a fresh start, something different, um, something we're not used to. Jesse Marsh has been mentioned for a few days, Barry, and that would, I think that would excite the Celtic fans. Yeah, but he's, he's definitely got a good CV. He's, got a, he's known for, for uh, bringing through young players and, and coaching players and making players better. Um, that's something that I think it's the kind of road that, that Celtic want to go down but I just think in terms of Celtic fans they want to know what's going on with their club they want to know what direction they're going in who's going to be the director of football who's going to be the manager because as the days go on <laughs> the time becomes less and less the season the start of next season is just round the corner and in terms of the you look at the Celtic squad I mean si have been speaking about it so a big rebuild there's a lot of players that are going to be leaving and there's a lot of players that will need to come in so that needs to start sooner rather than later and that's why Celtic fans want to know what's happening. Because Rangers are doing that now. Yeah, they, on, no, they I, are I, in terms of yeah, Rangers, yeah. I know they're actively already trying to get two or three mm. players in. Any names? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> OK, you'll tell us first, I'm sure. Si, what were you going to say about Celtic? Just into, I, I totally get what Fergie's saying about getting somebody in as soon as possible but for me, if you need to wait that one or two months to get your top target in, then wait. Mm-hmm. You know, I would much rather wait a couple of months and get a Jesse Marsh than going and appoint a Roy Keane now. You know, I think Roy Keane's far too much a gamble. Yep. No manage for so long. Um, no real evidence there that he gets teams playing the way Celtic fans want to watch or even organising teams. You know, he's not done that for seven years, whereas Jesse Marsh has got the track record in a good league, managing good players with good recruitment, makes players better. And and for me, that's 100% the, the road that Celtic need to go down. I think the days of big names like Roy Keane, exciting fans is gone. I think fans would rather a guy that's going to come in and make their football club better. And I think a guy like Jesse Marsh would do that. And Liam, how would you summarise this season? I know there's five games to go. There is the Scottish Cup. But uh, how do you think you'll look back on 2021? Um, it's a bit of a shambles, but it's a learning curve. Um, I think we need to look back on that, see what we need to improve on for next season. And we move on and then we go for the title next season. And for the game this afternoon, one that got away. Yep, definitely. Liam, thanks very much for calling. Cheers. Hey, thank you. Cheers. See him calling in. There's loads of calls coming. Um, Rangers fans mainly saying, no, don't think it was a penalty that uh, Edward dived and the Celtic fans feel it was a penalty. <laughs> yes, there's, there's, there's a shock. <laughs> More revelations after this break. Let's go. Back tomorrow night, 5 till 7. Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney, and Cy Ferry. No, Cy, no, tomorrow night. No, no, you've no, got, you've got the. Uh, no, no, it's uh, Mark Guidi will be joining us tomorrow night. You'll be with us on Friday, Cy. You'll yes, be back. Friday, yep. I'll be here. Before the big preview, before you play next weekend. Who are Peterhead up against? So we've got Steny in the Cup Tuesday. Right. Uh, Steny got a good result against Albion Rovers yesterday. I'll watch a bit of them today. And then we've got uh, Dumbarton next Saturday. So we've got Dumbarton and Clyde, the next two league games, Paul. Uh, teams who are in a round about us, so. If we can win there too, get a couple of good results in, we should be put, we should be looking to push the playoffs going up. It's a big three points from yesterday. Yeah, sure was. Yeah, yeah Airdrie are full time. I know they went down to uh, ten oh, men after five minutes, but sometimes it's harder to play against ten men because they, they they sit behind the ball and make it difficult yeah. for you to, for you to get through them. But as you said, listen, two big games, Dumbarton and Clyde. You win them, you've got a real opportunity to stay in the league. Davy Proven had a great article in his column in The Sun on Sunday today, Barry, and he was talking about the lowland, you know, and the highland. There should be a playoff. And he was saying to the SPFL, SFA, sort it out. There should be a place. Why is it left to the clubs who would lose out to to decide on this? The ambition showed by the clubs, like your own Kelty Hearts and others, deserves a place to to a playoff and an automatic uh, Yeah, I I just... I'm becoming disillusioned with the, the full thing. Um, we're still in limbo. We don't even know what's happening. Not yeah. even a phone call or anything, Fergie. No, trying our best. And do you know who I feel for? And I'll go back to it. The most important people for me are, are the the players and the fans. And you, you can't give them any any messages because we don't know. I would rather just turn around and say yes or no. Do you know what? I'll accept either or. 
I might not like one yep. one of the answers, but you know what? I'll accept it and go over it because I need to tell my players what's happening because they're yep. running out of contract and they're um, they're important to me because they've, they've worked really hard for me. They've done really well for me, so I, I need to I need to make sure they're they're sorted for next season. So Time. why can we yeah. play in use, can I? I don't know. Doesn't I honestly don't know. There's not any rules and regulations. I've just, um, oh, I, I'm sick of it, to be honest with you. It's a, it's a sore head and it's, I just think they, they don't care about this pyramid system. Why bring the pyramid system in? Because they make it ever so hard for teams to, to come into the SPFL. Listen, they're well paid at the top. It's time for change. People are not going to put up with this. Time to sort it out. Anyway, more on that tomorrow night. It was 1-1 this afternoon. El Yunusi for Celtic. Morelos gets his first goal in an old firm derby. Let's take uh, another call. Connor is on the line from Ballycastle. Uh, Connor, good afternoon. Afternoon, lads. How's it going? Yeah, we're fine, thanks. How about you? Do you feel that was a, a, a win that got away from you? Yeah, definitely, definitely two points dropped, unfortunately. Mm. What did you make of the game? Celtic, well, you, you tell us. What did you feel? It's the same story as the season, really. It's Celtic dominates and create chances, and unfortunately can't put the ball in the net, and then just concedes from a set piece. Same same scenario has has been the the, the troubles throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And you've got a question for Barry and Sai. You've got a proposition to put to them. Yeah. So if if you guys could obviously Barry, you'll maybe want to go the vice versa of this, but if you could take one player from the opposition team. Based Oof. on this season, who would it be and why? Right, yep, one from each. Well, obviously, I'll take one for the Celtic team, and yeah, and of course, Sai will take one for the Rangers team. The one player that I would take for the Celtic team would be David Turnbull. Right, oh, yeah, over mm-hmm. Edward Ferg, yeah, yes, yeah, because yeah, right. Morelos is yeah, he's done, doing, well. he's done really well, he's improved this season. But for me, I, I just think in time, David Turnbull, um. I'll be a top player and I think in a couple of years Celtic will struggle to keep a hold of him and I think the bigger teams down in England um, will be all over the top of him I think mine's is a no-brainer it's Alan McGregor McGregor. you probably need to take him kicking and screaming uh, for (laughs) Ibrox but again we see the day how important he is I mean I think the last uh, Celtic Rangers game he was was outstanding again Celtic dominated the game and um, you know Rangers outfield players I've given a lot of credit this year but the times that they have maybe been that bit off it, we watched a Dundee United game here after a European game and, and Rangers were not on it and McGregor still turns up you know alert off his line mm-hmm. command and, and, and Celtic have missed that so much this year I mean in terms of conceding set pieces I don't think you concede the set pieces while McGregor and go I think he puts a demand on his centre halves not that your man doesn't get a free header you know it's not just a case of going new header he's he, he's behind you screaming and bawling at you and Celtic have missed a guy like that in, in goals this year we've seen it last year how good Fraser Forster it was a flip when Rangers mm-hmm. battered them in the semi-final and Fraser Forster came up through so. it just shows you how big a player Fraser Forster, Forster was, was for, for Celtic and it's similar look, we keep saying it every single week I mean see if that's Rangers that concede that goal Alan McGregor's out wanting to rip people's heads off yeah. mm-hmm. But again, this year was should yep. never have been about a gamble for Celtic. Barkas is a gamble. Mm-hmm. You do not know what you're going to get from him. Listen, Craig, Craig Gordon's Craig Gordon. not a gamble. No. David Marshall's not a gamble. They, they're the type of guys that should have been playing goals for Celtic this season. Because Craig Gordon's not far off uh, Alan McGregor. You know, the two of them, top-class keepers, probably Alan McGregor is the outstanding of the two, I would think, yeah. But Craig Gordon was there, and yeah. for a small amount of money, he would have stayed, would he? I don't know. I, I, I think again, he wanted it's hard to, to play. Say the situation, ah, right. Paul, uh, he okay. wanted to play, so but for me, Craig Gordon's good enough to be Celtic number one. And of course, he would have played as it turned out because yeah, Fraser Foster. Craig Gordon's yep. a top class goalkeeper. There's no doubt about it. You don't play at the levels that he's done over the years sure. and come back for a serious knee injury where it looked if his career was over. Some comeback, wasn't it? It was yeah, amazing. It was, fairy tale. His performances for Celtic were, were brilliant. Listen, he couldn't get in last year because. They had another top goalkeeper in Fraser Foster, but that was probably the, the surprising thing. We all know Fraser Foster, the money he was on was maybe a bit too rich for Celtic. Yeah. But Craig Gordon letting him go was maybe a but surprise Fergie, to a lot of go people. Go and get both. Mm-hmm. Gordon and Marshall. Go and get both mm-hmm. of them. Yep. Keep Gordon at the club, get Marshall. Imagine the competition and the experience sure. you've got in your dressing room for the two. Sure. Even if one isn't playing, both have won trophies, played in big, massive games. In this season, Celtic needed guys like that in the dressing room. Connor, what would you say then? What about the two choices? So, first of all, um, about the goalkeeper McGregor yeah I, de- I definitely agree with Sai I think that's, that's the obvious choice really from from a subject point of view is mm-hmm. the goalkeeper situation has to be addressed immediately it's, it's turn- money on Barkas it's 
not worked out. It's too much of a gamble, as I said. And you're left now with a goalkeeper that's, you know, could be a third choice goalkeeper, and you've spent six million pounds, five, five and a half million on him. So it's well. The problem will be selling him now. They're not going to get anything like that, are they? But again, just Absolute, to go back to selling. Not. Another massive problem this year is if this Fergie's answer that blows my mind is the fact that that guy never played in the team until December. Yeah. You know he's picked him out as the player that you take taking the Rangers team. Yeah. And again, I just think he would suit Rangers yeah. style as well. And they take him off early. Taking him off again. at sixty minutes again. This is the guy for me that certainly should be building the team around for next year. Get get as many players as you can to fit David Turnbull. Um, I, I, do you know what I love about David Turnbull? Not just that he's got good ability. I love that he's no scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To go and. And make that that tough pass. If it doesn't go for him, it doesn't affect him. He'll go and he'll keep trying. He's always looking for that that dangerous pass. And it's no easy with him. Mm. He, he's always on the half turn looking for that um, pass through to Edward. Because I, I said earlier on in the show, I think him and Edward have got a right good connection together. I think Edward enjoys playing with David Turnbull. You see, before he was in the team, Fergie, there's too many that just played the safe pass mm-hmm. sideways back. Because when Turnbull came in the team, he was that one guy that looked to play that pass through to Edward. So. He should have been in the team a lot earlier as well. Connor, what do you feel about that? David Turnbull? Yeah, it's funny. I, I actually said the same thing as, as I before Christmas, just as he was coming into the team. I said, the guys, Lennon or whoever should be in charge, should be looking to build the, the team around Turnbull. And I got ripped to shreds by my mates, so uh, <laughs> it's good to see that there's somebody else with the same opinion. <laughs> But again, shows you there's talent, talent out there in Scotland. What was, you know, you go and sign three guys for the English Premier League. A Yeti, El Unusi, Duffy. Everyone's raving about their three signings. It's the wee guy for Motherwell. It's, it's came in and be your best player. So, the types of players are are there in Scotland. It's about finding them and and getting them into the the right formation into your team. Connor, anyone else from Rangers then that you would take? Uh, I think maybe Barisic would be the other one for me. Would be a standout. He's, he just every time I see him, he's he's solid. He's great delivery. He's, He's good at aerial presence as well. And that's probably another thing Celtic have liked. As, as good as Lag Celtic I thought was today, it's you know it's another lone player who'll be returning back to AC Milan. And you're left now with Greg Taylor, who, to be fair to him, has probably a lot of potential and still a young enough guy. But mm-hmm. I just don't see him working out long term as as a, as a Celtic left back and replacing Kieran Tierney with Greg Taylor. For me, it's he's not the the same standard. You take Kent as well. Take Kent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say like if the you don't love to take one. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting greedy. <laughs> yeah, get successful Brendan Rodgers teams. It was always yeah. pace on the wings. When it Scott yeah. Sinclair, James Forrest, and say like been massive, massive, massively. Mate, we, we've spoke about it plenty of times mm-hmm. on, on the show. But James Forrest, that just goes and shows how much. Um, that he was underrated. I think he's underrated. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people just because he was always there. He played every game. Mm-hmm. They just took him for granted. And I Patrick, think, yeah, sorry. I do, and it just shows you how much Celtic have missed James Forrest this year. And Patrick Roberts as well, to a lesser extent, but they still had, he had that speed, he had the width. Yeah, I'd take, yeah. Pat, I'd take Patrick Roberts, mm. but again, I think that was his decision. I think yeah. he wanted to go sure. back down to England and play. So he's another one, though, Paul, and and some of the players should look at it that probably thought the grass was greener going down to England and trying yeah. to get a move down there, where he probably had his happiest time in his career up here at Celtic, and he probably they ended to come back up. So. Guys that are wanting to leave, you know, be careful what you wish for because it's not always always better when you leave clubs like Celtic. Either Celtic or uh, with his pal uh, Kieran Tierney at Arsenal. Uh, oh, <laughs> I remember that Tierney's the cup final. About him, don't yeah. Tierney's <laughs> Tierney doesn't even answer his calls now. <laughs> uh, last question for you, Connor. Uh, what's your feeling today about the manager? Who is going to take charge for you? For me, it, it's, it's definitely not going to be John Kennedy anyway. It's just no. too too similar to, to Lennon of, of what's been happening throughout the season. I think. Yeah. It's really important to get the guy in that's going to take over from Peter Lawwell, him to appoint the manager. As I said earlier, you know, you're not really rushing into a decision, but it has to be the right guy at the right time, and the recruitment has to be so much better throughout the year. For me, it would be Eddie Howe um, or, or Jesse Marsh, but mm-hmm. it's still to be seen whether those two guys could be interested in the job, really. So for me, it's those two. Okay, Connor, thanks very much Cheers, for calling. Connor. Cheers. Cheers, lad. Thanks a lot, Cheers, Connor there from Bally Castle. Just a few minutes remaining. Uh, you guys have both been on form this week and last week when it came to the predictions. You said a draw today. And Barry, you said 1-1. Yes, yep. you did. Yep. Sai? What did I say? 
changed at half time. It changed at half time, but you did. At half time, you were 1 1. Yesterday, Dundee United beating Aberdeen. I thought that was going to be a a draw mm-hmm. if I've been honest with you Aberdeen are, are falling by the wayside Oof. big time Sporla scoring for and by the way here's yeah. a prediction huh? Aberdeen will struggle next year I think do you think so I yeah do. I do think be careful struggle. what you wish yeah, for is I that do. it I do, yeah. I do. What, 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 what's a good season for a new Aberdeen manager coming in I know but well because well, obviously yep, third, sure. battling for thirds yeah. they want more than that I've got to get third place it's kind of like taking yep. over Steve Clark at Kilmarnock I think it's a similar sort of job going mm-hmm. into Aberdeen now Fergie now no, I agree with you. I agree with you, but you know what the expectations Aberdeen think they, or the fans think they should be finishing third. Um, all right, I, I thought they're a bit hasty in getting rid of Derek. I think for what he done at the club, they should have left him until the end of the season. They still had the Scottish Cup and they were still fighting for the third place. They're not going to get third place now. They're going to hand it to Hibs, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. And yeah. Hibs have been straight. They've been dropping Aye. points as yeah. well. It's just one-one yesterday at Livy. Uh, yeah, Hibs are on fifty-six uh, points after the thirty-three games. Aberdeen now seven points behind with five games to go. Uh, then Livy in forty-four, St Johnson in forty, St Mirren losing out by two goals oh. uh, on the top six. Uh, Dundee United on thirty-nine points, Motherwell in thirty-five. They should be safe. But it's going to be Ross County, Kilmarnock or Hamilton at the bottom. And I'm thinking you both feel, is it Ross County, Hamilton for you now, do you think, will be the bottom two, Barry? No, I, I still think Kilmarnock still are in it. Yeah. yeah, despite 4-1 yeah. win I, yesterday. I think Motherwell yeah. are just, they're 1-1 away for, safety. for, for mm-hmm. safety. I think it's going to come down to who's got the bottle, Ross County, Kilmarnock or, or Hamilton, that's what it's going to come down to. And it's going to be big games, five games. They're going to be playing each other. Um, and there'll be some nervy games Si what do you reckon oh, f- I, it's impossible to cope on it like yeah. that. you could never have seen Command to get in that result yesterday Tommy Wright will hope that that can kick them on yeah, you, you know you say Command but it's still only 1-1-6 one, one since Tommy oh. Wright's went in it's no mm. a great record they're more than capable of losing games Um I'll just be who's got the ball for it and that's yes. why you couldn't really bet against Hamilton Ackes because they've got a track record of getting out of situations like that and they'll be the calmest out of all the Everyone, teams because they're, they're used to it Everybody expects them to go down and they always surprise you, Hamilton. So what was grim on Thursday night? Rangers going out of Europe, but much more significantly the treatment of uh, Glenn Kamara, the allegations. But, you know, everyone has come together um, in support of Glenn Kamara and Rangers and anti-sectarianism and anti-racism, which was... uh, at the heart of it and wasn't it good this afternoon to see the Celtic captain go over shake hands with Glenn Kamara before an old firm game and that, that was that was really quite moving and then all the players stood together two clubs before kick-off yep. stood together respect yep. to Scott Brown respect to uh, Celtic what happened on Thursday night was disgusting there's no um, place in the game for for racism um, and hopefully soon we stamp it out but I'm worried we won't but as I said, fair play to Celtic and Scott Brown and all the clubs that stood together and, and back Glenn Kamara. And 1-1 this afternoon, good game to watch. Celtic probably should have taken it, but there's 20 points in it still. 1-1, that's how it finished. El Yanusi and Morellas getting the goals. Si, we'll see you on Friday. Barry, tomorrow night, you, me, Mark Guidi at five. Shaban is coming up next. Thanks for this afternoon. The Goal Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. 